Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms at Work podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm here with our co-founders, Lynn and Tina, as well as Director of Operations and Communications, Rachel. Today, we'll be discussing how, regardless of the stage of your career, it is paramount that you surround yourself with team members that are reliable, supportive, positive, and work well as a team. Why is it important to make sure individuals complement each other and can build each other up as a team at work? Rachel, what would you say? Well, I would say that people really impact each other in all situations in life. People feed off of each other's energies and and we, we all work together in some way or another. At work, no one works in a vacuum. We all need other people, our coworkers, in order to complete our work, to pass on our work. And most of the time we're working as a team in conjunction with one another. So it is very important that we have teams that work well together and, and can lift each other up and, and be the most efficient and effective team possible. I think that having diverse but complementing personalities can really increase your productivity. With diverse personalities, you get different perspectives, different um, concentrations of on different levels of detail. and et cetera, et cetera, with their attitudes and their their experiences. But you also want to make sure that these people aren't just butting heads all of the time. Sometimes when you get diverse personalities, you find that you have divergent personalities and and they just, they butt heads to the point where nothing really gets done anymore. So it is very useful or very vital, really, to make sure that the personalities do work well together and complement each one another but this isn't necessarily something that just happens it's not that you keep switching out your team members until you get a team that works together it's something that all teams have to work for it it's something like if there's a conflict then you try to mediate to make sure that they can get moved beyond it and work well together and it's it's a constant I don't know if I want to call it a battle but it is a constant battle to make sure that your team is harmonious and it's something that you always have to keep an eye on and and keep in mind because as i've said having a team that works together is going to be a team that is productive and efficient and a happy team right tina what yeah. would you add no i would agree with that i think and, and I, I think that teamwork is it always has room for additional fine tuning uh if you consider a tuning fork and when you ding and, and you want it to all be <laughs> It, this this wonderful sound and I think that when teams good teams come together and they 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 do that they resonate uh, and teams typically share characteristics right they they, they have uh, similar purposes and goals they have a shared commitment and they identify expectations and then they act on that and they have a process by which to do that and by having uh, a number of individuals that make up the team there's no I in team right there's a that's we all want to play upon each other's strengths and learn to build up those areas perhaps where we have weaknesses we have someone else on the team that is able to to make up for that but everyone has a role and a part to play um, and to to your point Rachel that there there can be be you know conflicts within a team and particularly when you're working with different styles but when you have the your eye and your focus on that team goal it makes it much um i don't know that the word is easier but it it, it just makes it 
um, more conversational when you have a, a shared goal for everyone to be on this on the same page and to realize how important it is to build trust and 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 to blend those complementary uh, assets and foster that creativity and, and strength of the team. Lynn, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm going to take this a little bit different direction too because morale and productivity are directly linked. Um, your, your throughput and the quality are impacted and often significantly when um, employee morale or team members are depressed um, in the sense that the morale is depressed. Um, and that, that low morale is equivalent to low team morale right because if you know it, it just carries right over and job satisfaction um and the the mor the morale of the team and the employees it, it's a direct reflection of the culture of an organization and you know i mean so when you're looking at this as a bigger picture in, in the workplace why this is so important the culture of positivity and value in, valuing employees will drive success. And, you know, I mean, who amongst us doesn't want to work for a company that appreciates us, um, our work, and inspires us to do our best? I mean, it's not meant to be rhetorical. I mean, you know, come on. Um, and, and teams are really this microcosm of the larger organization or department. And so, I mean, we've been talking about, you know, then getting into this, the different styles and the divergent personalities. And it does that you can all still work effectively well together as a team. It, it's really, you've got to, you need that right, that atmosphere and, and that leadership. And part of that is, is of course, what we've all just talked about respect and flexing our styles as individuals so that um, we can create a, a stronger foundation. And, you know, all of that with the team, when you have that kind of bigger culture of that, that vision, you, you know, you can see that bigger picture. And I think that's what we were all talking about is working all moving in the same direction. And so, you know, that's, that's why this is so important. I, I think it really comes down to having that really positive and engaged morale within the, the individuals and within the team to capture the vision. Well said. How does coming to a place where there is passion and excitement in what we do impact our work performance? Tina, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think this has to do with mindset, right? It elevates us. There's an enthusiasm that creates momentum when we're collaborating and and we're working in sync. Um, I think that uh, again, I said it before. There's no I in team, and and when you have a well-oiled group of individuals, and I mean well-oiled, not <laughs> in 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 the in the term that that everyone is on their A game. Everyone is there to pick each other up, and you're and you're all on the same. Um, trajectory. That collaboration and that rapport cannot be beaten. It just cannot be beaten. There's a mutual respect um, that, that takes place with that passion and that enthusiasm, that excitement that enhances problem solving. Uh, it creates better decisions. There's um, a willingness for all team members to participate. And I think it creates innovation. 
uh, within an, a, a very exciting environment. Rachel, what do you think? Gina, I think you really hit the nail on the head on this one. I think that in general, we feed off of each other's energy. And it's really hard to feel energized to do your best work when the people around you act like the work that you're doing, you specifically, or the work that you're doing together just doesn't matter. That kind of, that kind of nihilism within the workplace can just really bring you down. And as Tina was saying, it's not going to inspire you to be innovative or efficient or creative with your work. And it's just gonna leave you feeling low. As Lynn was saying, your productivity is directly correlated to to your your satisfaction in the workplace and the morale of the team. And when people are are just black holes in terms of that that positive energy, then then it's gonna be very, very difficult for team members to to reach their maximum potential. And to go on with that, we all need encouragement for the work that we do. We all need appreciation and we all need to feel like we have a purpose. So I mentioned that if, if your team members feel like what you're doing doesn't matter, then you're not going to be really inspired to, to do it well. You need to understand that the work that you're doing does have a, a role to play in the larger, the larger challenge or, or project. And I think that in general, you want to work with people who have good energy and are passionate about what they're doing because walking away from the work environment at the end of the day can be very difficult. I, I mean, when you have people with negative energy, what I mean by that is that my roommate, she previously had a job where there was a lot of negative energy. Um, at the workplace and so every single day she would leave the work building and at, outside of the door of her her work building she would wipe her feet to symbolically move away from all that negative energy and that worked for a while but eventually it just got too much to wipe away and so she ended up leaving that job and that's why it's important to have a place with positive energy and passion and excitement because otherwise you're going to hemorrhage your good team members. Lynn what would you add? I liked the idea of wiping your feet to shake that off um, because, you know, come on, you yeah. know, who doesn't want to come to work and be inspired every day? And I don't care if you are the janitor and you know that your part in this bigger operation is that how it makes the, everyone else in the company feel when they walk into a beautiful, clean, sparkling bathroom, right? It makes them feel good, you know? And so no matter what you do, um, you know, you are part of this bigger picture, and it's incredible to feel a part of something that's bigger. Uh, uh, you know, the purpose that you were talking about, Rachel, it's energizing. And so for me, when I bring it down to myself, it, it really helps me get through the daily frustrations. And, you know, I'm sorry, but we all have mind-numbing tasks, no matter what your position, and you've got to get through them. Um, and so having this daily excitement and engagement and inspiration, it really drives me to do my best uh, to attain that vision, that goal that we're all striving for uh, and to achieve those objectives. And um, it, it, it helps me to be there and support my team. You know, I can help them out with a specific task. Um, I know that I can reach out to them if I need some additional support. And so 
at the end of the day, having this passion and excitement about what we do is incredibly fulfilling. And, um, and I've already gone there. It doesn't have to be world peace. You can be a janitor and it can make a huge impact for everyone else in that company. And, you know, so I have this analogy that if you worked for a company that made bed sheets, you know, the sheets could have beautiful patterns and they could be incredibly soft and easy care. And so you might think that you're just sitting there all day long sewing on this sheet, but if the consumers feel happy and they're delighted with the appearance, it's like this small piece of joy in their life when they buy these sheets. And so that's, in a nutshell, this pride and pur purpose, it's a powerful combination. Um, I believe it inspires you to work harder and at your the peak of your performance. Yeah, sheets really do make a big difference. <laughs> right. <laughs> why is building a positive environment so important over time? Lynn, you were on a roll there, so why don't you answer first? <laughs> you know, in a word, continuity. Um, that's my word. Because this high energy generated from a positive environment enables creative thinking. And Tina, you touched on this. I mean, you talked about this. It's creative mm -hmm. thinking and I think more, it's gumption. I love that word gumption because when you have a community, um, I mean, a team that, that is thinking of themselves as a community and they're deeply engaged and they're driving towards a common goal, you know, that continuity, continuity is providing, you know, a positive environment and it emboldens uh, team members to share ideas uh, to brainstorm, um, to come up with innovative ideas, you know, to, it's that, and then there's that, the gumption that I mentioned, the gumption is the ability of the team members to seize opportunities and to really double down um, when they need to, to meet objectives. And that's this continuity of this high performance. And you truly achieve more faster in a culture that is focused on the good. Um, and you, you can break through um, and you can ha find new concepts and new uh, methods. These are all born in this type of environment. Um, and they are game changers um, for businesses, for industries, for individuals. So, uh, Rachel, what about you? What's, why is it so important to build a positive environment? Well, I think your idea of continuity is really important here. So if you can create a positive environment, but only for a short period of time, that's not going to help you all that much over the long run, because people are going to realize that that, that environment is not consistent and that um, maybe it's a positive environment in half the days, but that still means half the days it's not. And I mentioned earlier how my roommate has to wipe her or had to wipe her feet after she left her job. And you don't want your employees to do that because like my roommate, they will eventually leave that position to find greener pastures where, where the environment is far more positive and passionate. Because the thing is that you have to not just motivate people initially, you have to keep them motivated. You have to keep them feeling inspired to be productive and, and to feel passionate about the work they have by reminding them of the purpose that they're serving to come back to, to that idea, and to make sure that they're, they're happy in this position. 
because people feel happy when they're appreciated, when the people around them are positive and exciting, or excited, I mean, maybe also exciting. And that's when they're going to do their best work and they're going to feel good about it. You have to feel good about the work that you do. So maintaining a positive environment is necessary for having a team that works together well and for having a team that stays with you instead of having a constantly changing set of players. Tina, what would you add? Well, I'm going to third the, the con comment about continuity because continuity is so important. And it's, it's important for all of us to have positivity around us in our environment, whether it be at work or at home or, or on the go. It's just, it's so important to keep positive thoughts and positive um, engagements in our life. Uh, and it, it really is, it's creating a community, a, a sense of community when you are at work and you have this positivity that just, it, it, it builds upon each other. It attracts more of, of the positive and, and it makes us all so much better. It also builds trust, right? Um, it, and when you, when you have trust, you can have a free flow of ideas and, and just open yourself up to so much more um, than when we have our boundaries set and we're concerned that someone might steal our idea or take our idea. It's, it's allowing everyone to be their best self. That's what I see in a positive uh, environment. Here, 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 here. Here, here. We have one more question and it comes from Katie in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Katie asks, while it is important to be transparent, there is also something to be said for positivity on a team. How can I manage the ups and downs along the way? Thank you for your question, Katie. Rachel, what advice can you share? I'm not 100% clear on this question, Katie, but I think what you're asking is how do you maintain your honesty about the ups and downs of your your trajectory, your challenges, whatever, while also maintaining positivity. So I'm going to answer that because I do believe that's what you mean. So Tina mentioned something in the last question that you don't want to have your walls up. It's good for team members to not have their walls up and be afraid of their coworkers stealing their ideas. And what that, what the root of that is, is that positivity, positivity stems from trust and trust stems from honesty. So in order for you to have a positive environment for your team, you do need to be honest about what's going on. So to answer your question, I think that you do need to be truthful about the situations, the positive situations, the negative situations, the neutral situations. You do need to be clear with your team members about what's going on along the way because they'll feel more involved. They'll feel more like you respect them as employees and and as trusted experts and whatever it is their task is. So do be truthful about the situations, but you can certainly put a positive spin when you're telling them what's going on. If it's, if it's a negative situation, you can talk about the things that you learned from a recent failure or pushback or whatever. You can talk about the new opportunities that have been opened since you've dropped this project that wasn't working out and now you have new 
new challenges that you can face and new paths that you can go down. You can focus on the work to be done, say, hey, this isn't working out now, and this is, I'm not going to lie that this is a challenge for us, but this is the work that we will need to do to fix the situation, and I have complete faith that you can manage this. There are a lot of ways to be honest while also remaining upbeat and and supportive and positive. Lynn, what would you tell Katie? Yeah, you know, every position has ups and downs. So I'm going to sort of focus on managing the ups and downs within this question. And in the culture of the culture of the organization, the department, your team, um, all of those help support you through the peaks and valleys. And so, Katie, assuming that this is your environment, um, I'm going to just give you some practical ideas to manage those ups and downs, especially, you know, the, the downs, right? Uh, Tina has always talks about this. Take a deep cleansing breath and remind yourself of the bigger picture of the company. So that deep cleansing breath, like a yoga breath, I mean, really fill your lungs. It, it's amazingly rel relaxing and it really helps you refocus so that you can think to speak. And it's that metaphysical step back to refocus. And another suggestion I would have is to have some kind of a visual at your desk that instantly reminds you of the good that you and your organization do. Um, and back to my sheet analogy, it can be the beautiful sheets and the relaxing slumber, right? Um, it can also be a visual that instantly makes you happy and helps to calm you, um, like a special family portrait or, in my case, an image of my cat. So, um, uh, Rachel, cat, Tina, doggy. So, uh, mm -hmm. whatever that is, right? Um, another idea is to reach out to your coworkers so that, you you know, they can help lift you up when you encounter a frustration. And I know that we all know that if anybody, <laughs> it really helps me to vent for a few minutes. Um, it's sort of like I can express my irritation and it helps me shake it off and move forward. And so, you know, I'm sort of taking that negativity and expelling it so that I can get back to my positive. So those are just some practical ideas of what I have and that I do to manage the ups and downs. Um, so my practical point, uh, Tina, what, where are you going to go? Are you going <laughs> <laughs> to, I'm, I'm going to bring it back to the team. I'm going to bring this back that it's so important when you are on a team and you share because everyone on that team has ups and downs, right? Um, and sharing, sharing that and some days other there are going to be certain members of the team that carry other members and 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 it's it's a give and take and it's a living breathing dynamic uh relationship that takes place within a team and uh when we have um ownership as a team building that loyalty and making a connection at the end of the day, if we're at work, this is all about what we're going to get done for the company, right? And what our engagement is and how we can spread the responsibility around uh, within the team so that the team can take more risks and the team can can 
um, address uh, and, and pick up for, for those of us that sometimes we have an off day. Sometimes it's, it, things don't work. But that's the beauty of working on a team is that you lift each other up. And and you and you move forward because you have the excitement of a particular goal in mind. You you have a process that you've set up in advance, and I think that um, you know it, it, we all we all experience off days. And gosh, the beauty again of working with a with a team. The key, key here though is communication and collaboration, and being sure that you're. Um, that, that you all are there to, to help each other and lift each other up. Thank you, Rachel, Lynn, and Tina for your wonderful advice. I'm sure it will help Katie and others who want to find the right balance between honesty and positivity. We want to thank all of our members and guests who joined us for today's podcast. Next week will be another terrific dialogue at Petite de Queen. If you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation.com. At petite to queen.com.